Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in the upstate of South Carolina. I'm your host, Stan McEwen, as always, realtor right here in the greater Greenville area, and you can find all of my contact information in the show notes should you need to reach out to me for any reason. And just a reminder, as always, please go ahead and subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. Leave a five-star rating if you love the show or if you benefit from it in some way. And I'd appreciate if you could also just leave me a short little review, just something positive about the show. Uh, That would be great to get it out to as many people as possible. Today, uh, we're going to be talking about the the market, and we do this frequently uh, because really every month, the Greater Greenville Association of Realtors comes out with their market stats. And because of how um, fluid the market is, I guess is, is probably the best way of saying it. Um, and ever changing, ever evolving, uh, doing a show. I, usually per month, I do a show that's kind of centered around these uh, GGAR market stats. Now, as always, I have to preface it that there are a few stats on here that, for whatever reason, tend to be inaccurate per month. If that is the case, then I will let you know before I mention the stat. But but I've been doing this so long now that I pretty much just leave those off. And what we do what I do, is I will reference two months prior. So let me give an example here. I'm recording this in the middle of May. The stats just came out for April. Some of the April stats will be wrong, but then the stats that were wrong last month for the month of March will have been updated. So there are some stats on here that will be more interesting for the month of March than for the month of April from the standpoint of of giving us an idea of where the market is going. Uh, but unfortunately, for some reason, there are just a couple of stats on here that the Greenville Association of Realtors um, is just unable to get right in uh, real time. And I'm not exactly sure what the reason is for that. I've never uh, been able to get a firm answer on that. Um, but we're just going to start basically at the top here with new listings. New listings, um, believe it or not, for... A, a good chunk of the past 12 months have actually been up year on year. We've been talking about the inventory issues that we have in Greenville, and, and really it's a nationwide problem. But the inventory issues are not indicative of the fact that we're, we're uh, not seeing increases year on year. We actually are seeing, generally speaking, some increases year on year. Um, now, December... Of 2021, January of this year, and February of this year were all down uh, year on year. So those were not good months from an inventory standpoint. But now we've had two straight months, March, which was up 1.5%, and April, which was up 2.1% of new listings coming up year on year versus, uh, well, year on year versus what we saw last year. So that's good. That's what we need. We need more listings um, coming on the market to help rebalance some things. Um, As far as pending sales are concerned, this is one of the statistics that is not going to be right for the month of April. So I'm not even going to talk about the month of April. What I'm going to talk about is the trend that we have seen since December, which is that each month since December, pending sales have been down year on year. So there are fewer properties going under contract year on year. A lot of that has to do with the inventory issues. The month of March, it was dramatically down. This is the the biggest 
down month that we've had. And uh, it'll be interesting to see once we get the actual numbers for April, what April ends up being. But the month of March was the first double-digit negative month in new listings that we've had uh, the past 12 months. It, it, so December, it was down 4.3% year-on-year. Again, these are pending sales, properties going under contract. January, it was down 3.7% year-on-year. February, down 6% year-on-year. March, down 13.3% year-on-year. So that is a big, big drop-off in terms of, of pending sales. So um, what that's indicating to me, again, this is what we've been talking about, is that we are seeing some changes in the market right now. That, to me, is a, is a big indicator. March, for pending sales to go down that much, that means the, the market, people were putting the pause down, uh, you know, pressing the pause button, trying to, to recalibrate, okay, what's going on here with mortgage rates? What's going on here with the war in Ukraine? What's going on here with hyperinflation? All these different things happening, people, you know, I th- I think we're we're seeing the market kind of take a pause because that's you know up until that point, right? December, January, February, all those months being down, that was a direct tie to the fact that there's just low inventory. The re- if you have fewer homes for sale, then obviously your pending sales are going to be less. There are fewer homes to put under contract, um, but for to have jumped from where it had been hovering between three and six percent down uh, since December to jump up to thirteen point three percent, that tells me that's a little bit more, I think, than just the inventory, um, and particularly because we have seen uh, new listings coming on the market have ticked up, right? So we shouldn't be seeing such a dramatic decrease in pending sales. I think that that indicates that some demand. Um, is is starting to lessen a little bit in uh, in the market. That being said, closed sales um, for the month of March were up 1.4%, but for the month of April, and again, same, this is going to be tied, right? If pending sales were down in March, then closed sales are going to be down in April. That is just naturally what's going to happen. It was down 5.3%. That's the first down month that we've had year on year since October of 2021. Now, um, October is traditionally a down month. So that's not a, a really a huge surprise. Um, but that's just something, it's something to, to keep in mind. Now, I will say this is an interesting tidbit. I didn't realize this until I was looking at these numbers. Closed sales in April... they spike in the month of March, right? So that is the month of March is when we kind of kick off the spring season. And that's when we when people kind of wake up from, you know, the winter lull. And we see it every year, a huge jump every healthy year, a huge jump in closed sales in the month of March. But you know what, traditionally, actually, the month of April does see a little bit of a tail off. And then it goes up May and June, with traditionally June being the peak of the uh, of the buying season. May can sometimes also be the peak of the buying season. So we're entering the the peak, uh, and I shouldn't just say buying season. Peak, really selling season, if anything. Peak real estate season. Let's just call it that. The point being, we we saw a little bit of a tail off in April, um, and I always warn people with when we're looking at these stats, we don't want to to draw too many 
insane conclusions from them. We, we, you know, some people are going to look at these, and I'll, I'll tell you right now, some people will look at these, and based on some anecdotal data as well, combined with these stats, they'll say, oh, the market's crashing. Uh, we need to temper anything that we, uh, any conclusions that we come to based on these stats. The month of April was down. That's the first down month since October. It's normal for closed sales to go down in October, and it's normal for them to go down uh, in April in comparison to the month before. Uh, but the fact that it is down year on year for the month of April, that's something that we need to track a little bit. That could be indicative that we're seeing, again, just slight tapering of demand. Maybe more than slight. But it, it does look like we're seeing tapering of demand. What um, what was really interesting to me, I did not expect to see this, but the uh, days on market until sale, which is the average number of days between when a property is listed and when an offer is accepted in a given month, um, that number was really, really low for the month of April. So we had seen uh, this number kind of, it looked like it was maybe stabilizing in January, February, March, where it had kind of gone back into the 30s um, and you know traditionally it this number would be in the 40s or 50s like in a normal even a normal seller's market it would normally be in the 40s or 50s because you normally don't have a home uh, you, again you're we're looking at the entire average of the market right so uh, this number is being dragged down. Um, or, or up, depending on whether homes are going under contract right away or whether home, some homes are sitting for a long time. The homes that are sitting for a long time are causing the number to go up. The homes that are going under contract right away cause the number to go down. All that to be said, that number was down 41% year on year. Um, in April 2021, we were looking at 39 days on market until sale. Um, April of this year, 23 days. So that's a, a very, very low number. That's close to uh, to the lowest that it's ever been, which was uh, last year. Of, let's see here. What was the lowest? July, August, and October of last year all were 21 days. Um, and so we're, we're close to the lowest that we're seeing then. So um, even though, uh, you know, anecdotally, I have seen this, a lot of others have seen it, some price changes, some price decreases, more so than we have traditionally seen the, the past year and a half. Um, but market-wide, we are still seeing a very low number of days on market for all of these properties. Um, median sales price, all right? This is a major indicator, right? Because if we're seeing any kind of a cool down, that's going to be reflected in the median sales price, and it's not reflected yet, okay? I do think it will be. I, I, I strongly believe that we will see a decrease in the median sales price in upcoming months. Um, it might take us until maybe it will be July. I, I think it might be sooner than that. Well, again, it's a very fluid situation, but the median sales price, and we look at median versus average because median is a more accurate indicator of where the market is, but the median sales price was up 19.7% uh, year on year. We are now at a $298,000 median sales price for Greenville. Basically, $300,000 is now what your average home costs. That is up from $249,000 a year ago. 
So we have gone from the average home costing $250,000 in April of last year to now it costs $300,000 in April of this year. Um, and uh, the averages, if you, if you care about the average price, which the average price is just, we don't look at it much because it's skewed by, by very expensive properties. If you have a few million dollar properties that sell in a market where the average is in the 300s, that's, uh, you know, that doesn't really tell you what's really happening. Uh, but if you're interested, the average was up 15.1% year on year, um, which is also uh, honestly a pretty high number, uh, even by the past year standards. Um, it went from 306, 306,000 a year ago to now 352,000 this year. But for, for my purposes, I consider the median to be more indicative of what is actually the true average price in our market, 298,000 right now. Out of all of these numbers, the number that jumped off the page to me the most was this one, the percent of list price received. So now this is, I'm just going to read it. Again, these are the Greater Greenville Association of Realtors stats. This is the percentage found when dividing a property sales price by its most recent list price. And that's a key word, most recent list price. So this does not take into account the original list price. This can be after price reduction. So that's an important caveat. Um, then taking the average for all properties sold in a given month, not accounting for seller's concession. That's, an also, that's also an important detail. It does not account for the fact whether sellers are paying closing costs or not. That, all that being said, looking at this historically, maybe looking at it in a nutshell, it, you can't draw major conclusions, but looking at it historically, you can. And historically, we are up 1.4% uh, year on year, which is... Here's why that's really important, right? Because that's actually lower than than last month. March was up 1.7% year on year. But April of last year was the first month that we hit 100%. In other words, the average sale was 100%. The average closed sale was 100% of what the property was listed. Well, now even you you would expect, you know, you can't get much higher than 100%, right? Um, well, we have been, you know, every month pretty much except October um, of the past year has been over 100%. Um, but April of 2022, April of this year was 101.4%. In other words, the average seller was getting 1.4% uh, more than what they had listed the home for. And that's the highest ever. That is the highest we ever have in recorded history in the greater Greenville area of South Carolina. Um, so I, I, I suspect that that number is going to go down. But right now, listen, for the month of March, if you were uh, selling you know, in, in March, April, generally speaking, you did very well from the standpoint of, uh, of how much that you got for your house when you listed it. Expect that number to taper off because of some of these other indicators that we talked about. But man, I, that number really jumped off the page to me. Um, inventory. Inventory um, is another major indicator that we look at. This really uh, is a huge way that we uh, assess the market. And we've been hovering around the low one month, around one month of inventory now uh, for a while. Basically, December um, was 1.1 months of inventory, January one month, 
February one month, March 1.1 months. So we've basically been at one month of inventory uh, for the last several months. Um, this is one of the stats that for the month of April is not going to be accurate. So I'm not going to say exactly, I don't know exactly what the number is, but I will say this. It came in at 1.7. Now, the number that number is going to go down because, like I said, this number is pegged to the pending sales, which are, are always inaccurate every month for, for the, the most recent month that these stats are looking at. But I honestly, I expected that number to be higher than 1.7 because usually, usually you have to like subtract half a, a percentage point or more in order to get what it's actually going to be once they revise these numbers the next month. Um, so April of 2022, I, I think it's going to, once they redact this next month, I think it's going to end up being right around that one 1.1, 1.2 months inventory range, which is which is surprising. Um, we're we're we we need to at some point some of these indicators are going to have to start reflecting that actually inventory is increasing um, because if not, what we're going to see is the worst case scenario. What we're going to see is both supply and demand go down. That that's the worst case scenario, right? Well, for me as a realtor, it is. Because what that means is that there's just going to be fewer closings, fewer people buying, fewer people selling. Whereas, you know, for the past couple of years, we've had fewer people selling, but a lot more people buying. Um, but unfortunately, this is the the climate that we're in, and this may very well be what happens with uh, what's going on with mortgage rates and all of that. Um, so overall, I think that we are going to see things slow down a little bit. All you know, I had an episode a few weeks ago where I I talked about the spring busy season and kind of what I thought and several of the things that I said on there immediately happened. Immediately started happening. And one of those things that immediately started happening that I noticed is that uh people are getting caught off guard by the fact that it's not the same market that it was, you know, 6 months ago. Um it is still as all of these metrics indicate still very much a seller's market but the people that were you know overpricing their homes by 25 or $30,000 and still getting some people kicking tires on them maybe getting an offer that would then fall through due to a low appraisal or whatever the case may be those people now because there are more homes on the market are just not getting interest in those houses and so what's happening is um, those prices on those overpriced homes are starting to drop I'm hearing some people saying, oh, you know, wow, this market is shifting like crazy uh, because of the fact that the, they're seeing more price decreases. Um, I, I would, again, temper expectations or, or temper your interpretation of that data because to me, as I said several weeks ago, that's just people misreading the market, misunderstanding how to price a home. You don't... And I'm, market like this, it's not a good idea. It's still not a good idea to overprice your home. It's never a good idea when you're listing your home to overprice it. But um, but in this market, it, it's, it's really bad because people are more skeptical than ever. When that house sits for a week or two, it used to be that if a house sat for a week or two, you could still get pretty close to, if not a full price offer on the house. The way uh, things are now, if a house sits there for a week or two, 
It can be a situation, particularly if a lot more homes come on the market, it could be a situation where that home just ends up, uh, you know, getting substantially less than what it's listed for. And, and we're seeing that reflected in people that are misreading the market and are having to then go in and decrease their prices. That's a, that's a really bad idea. That's something that when I have a seller client, I, I try to discuss with them, okay, here's the range. Here's the range that I think your home is, is worth. Um, but obviously there's a lot of variability within that range, but I don't want to go over the range, right? If, if I say the house is worth Three hundred fifty to three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. I don't want to list it for three eighty, and that's not self-serving. That's because if you do that, and then you start dropping your price, you may end up getting less than what the house is worth. That I've, I've done a podcast on that in the past. People uh, that end up doing that and overpricing their home, they end up selling their home for less than they would have if they had just priced it normally. I did an episode on this, uh, I believe it was last year. And so you definitely don't want to do that. You will end up losing out if you do that. A lot of people are going to be doing that here in the upcoming months as they misunderstand what market dynamics are at play here. Um, So if you have any questions about that, if you're looking to sell your home, whatever the case may be, or if you're looking to buy, I am a realtor, as I already said. I am here in the greater Greenville area. I would be happy to talk to you about that. My contact information is in the show notes. If you need to reach out to me for any reason, please rate, review, subscribe to the show, and I'll talk to you guys again next week.